The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Eagles are at the podium, and we have it covered here thanks to the fine folk at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host, Michael Kist, and today we have Doug Peterson's sit-down chat with the media from Tuesday, November 2nd. He gets asked about a range of topics, including the win over the Cowboys, some troubling turnovers from Carson Wentz, how the bye week works, and more. The trade deadline came and went, and there's no news out of Philadelphia or really the NFL, so no emergency show or anything like that. But we do have some content from the SB Nation NFL show in the feed from when BLG invaded Monday football monday there's also a new from the bleachers with seamus clancy who spoke with adam lefko about everything eagles and philadelphia make sure you enjoy those and make sure you're subscribed rating and reviewing the feed same goes for the sp nation nfl show and of course we thank all of you for your support remember if you leave a question in the reviews me and ben will answer it in a show that'll probably drop later this week where we just go through a hit list of eagles thoughts as we've reached the midway point of the season bgn radio will be hitting your face holes this week so plenty of content still rolling despite the slow week and let's stop blabbering on so we can get to that content. Here's Doug Peterson speaking with the media on Monday. Uh, obviously, the, the, the turnovers from Carson last night were concerning. Uh, again, what's your messaging to him? And what do you hope he can accomplish this, this bye week, taking a look back at his, his first eight weeks of the season? Well, the first thing we know that uh, any, any turnover is unacceptable, um, both by himself and, and us as a team. It just puts, uh, it puts us, uh, you know, uh, puts our defense in a position obviously on a short field and, and we just we just can't do that we can't do that consistently and that's been uh, kind of the theme this the first half of the season so you know what we can do this week and and is really look at all the look at all the turnovers right and, and, and take a look and study those and see see where there uh, were there opportunities to, to complete the throw were there opportunities to you know to run was a protection breakdown whatever it might be and take a look at them and and then, uh, you know, when we get the players in here to really even even go through that. Um, and I can remember back when, when I was a player, we used to go through, you know, the, the turnover reel uh, just, to, just to have sort of a sense of uh, awareness, you know, moving forward. But we all know that it's unacceptable, uh, something we definitely have to uh, correct and fix, you know, in the second half of the season. John and then Zach. Hey, Doug. Hey, uh, Doug. Uh- to kind of follow up on that, Carson said after the game, he doesn't want to lose his aggressive mindset. He thinks that's what makes him the player he is. So we've talked about this a lot, but that's a, a fine line. How do you kind of scale back and sort of the decision making, not always trying to extend the play, not always trying to push things? 
Well, this this just goes back to you know the statement I just made. You know, uh, it, it is something that we have to we have to show. We have to show the players, right? We have to go through um, the tape. We have to go through the cut up of of the turnovers and see if there's decisions that we could we can make otherwise. And and really, uh, that's the only way to uh, begin to correct you know the, these types of mistakes. Is if you know, it's no different if a player makes a few mental errors during the game. We got to we got to show them those mental errors, and we fix it and correct it, and we move on. and And it's no different with, uh, you know, with the with the turnovers. We just got to make sure that uh, you know we we eliminate them or at least reduce them. You know, and, and give ourselves a chance to, you know, because we're leaving we're leaving points on the field, right? And and a couple of these have come in the in the, the high red zone or the red zone where, you know, we have opportunities to put points on the board, and and that's where that's where we have to really focus in and and, and not turn the ball over. Zach and then Tim. Hey, Doug, I'll get the injury questions out of the way. Uh, Darius Slay and Malik Jackson, what are their status? Uh, yeah, both of those guys are uh, are okay. Uh, we didn't have any significant injuries coming out of the game, so um, this this week is is gonna is getting a, getting to us at the right time with guys getting healthy and and uh, those two guys should be uh, should be okay uh, moving forward next week. And then we didn't get the, the uh, chance to ask you with Lane Johnson what happened Sunday that caused him to miss the game. Yeah, you know, it was unfortunate. Um, he had a really good week, trending in the right direction. Um, you know, Friday, Saturday practices were good, and you know, just had just just you know, just woke up Sunday and not not feeling it, not not there. And so we didn't want to we didn't want to risk putting him out there and and missing him, you know, for uh, you know more you know weeks in advance. So you know, it was just. Uh, unfortunate that uh, it happened, but uh, you know I thought Jordan Malata stepped in nicely, got the reps there all week, really with uh, uh, with that position, and, and did a nice job. Go ahead, Tim, and then Dave. Hey, Doug, you said that uh, you didn't have any conversations about uh, sitting Carson after that that fourth turnover. I'm wondering what your uh, philosophy is when it comes to that sort of thing, and, and what the the threshold is for you. Uh, you know, we saw Andy as an example in, in 2008. Uh, you know, sit Donovan for a spell. I mean, what's the, that threshold have to be for you? And, and what's your philosophy when it comes to uh, riding with a quarterback? Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, you know, Carson's our starter and, and, and you know, we've got a lot of trust and faith in him that he can he can get the job done. And, and um, you know, by by no means was I in a position to, to, to make a decision or make a move, you know, yesterday. And, and you know, it, it's just, listen, it's just something that, um, you know, we've got to continue to coach. We've got to continue to get better. Uh, he understands he has to get better in that area. Um, we also understand that, you know, our our backup quarterbacks here, Jalen and Nate, have, have got to be prepared, uh, whether it's a situation like that or or an injury situation where they have to go in and play. So um, we continue to coach. We continue, uh, you know, to work every day. Um, and, and and Carson understands that he has to get better. He's 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 mentioned that. He said that, and and uh, we move forward. Can you explain that a little bit, Doug? Why weren't you in a position to do that by any means? I mean, just if you can kind of flush it out to help mind, us understand. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty simple, Tim. My mind wasn't there. I wasn't going there. I was going to give Carson every opportunity to, to win that game for us, and uh, he he's capable of doing that. And and I wasn't uh, I wasn't in that frame of mind. Go ahead, Dave, and then Ruben. Hey, Doug. During the bye week, as you guys self scout, what are some of the areas you really want to concentrate on? And is this bye week any different because of COVID and, and everyone kind of staying local, I guess? Well, um, from the local standpoint, yeah, we have to test every single day. You know, we have to do the COVID testing. So so we're, we're still testing every single day this week. So the players and coaches can't 
uh, can't get away. I will give uh, players and coaches some time at the end of the week uh, to, to relax and, and uh, sort of sort of get away and spend time with their families like we normally do. Uh, we're going to bring the players in on Wednesday. Uh, I want to work with the players. And, and you know, we, we've got to get better. This is the time where we can uh, look at the first eight games and really, you know, self-scout and evaluate and, and um, find, you know, find ways to improve all three areas of our, of our team. And, and uh, it's also a chance to, to get some guys healthy and, and, and prepare. So um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to spend Wednesday with the guys. Uh, obviously, tomorrow's election day. So, you know, they're going to be out of the building. Uh, coaches are going to work from home tomorrow. Um, and it's a work day, but work from home tomorrow and, and then get back in here on Wednesday with the players. Ruben and then Les. Hey, Doug, uh, the other day you were talking about Jordan Mulata and and you talked about and he ended up playing right tackle. But you talked about how a player can can learn and benefit from sitting. You mentioned Nelly uh, back in uh, whenever it was uh, 2016 uh, when he stepped back. Could, could that apply in a way to Carson? Could he benefit maybe from, you know, taking a taking a break from from sitting a game out? and watching and and if if not you know how do you know when that applies to somebody and when it doesn't you're at, you're asking to to sit the the starting quarterback for a game or more is that what you're asking yeah i mean, just you, you talk about you know fresh eyes you know learning from watching and, and that kind of thing you know i, I was in, i was in a situation uh, in 2015 i think it was um we started the season one and five with Alex Smith as our starter and um, made a coach Reed and I made a decision not to, not to bench Alex. He was our starter and, and we're going to get it fixed. And we did. I think we won 11 straight after that. Not saying that we're going to win 11 straight here, but uh, what I'm saying is we're going to work through our issues. We're going to work through our problems and, and, um, you know, Carson understands that we're going to, you know, we got, we got to hold everybody accountable and it, and it starts with me and, and, um, I'm going to look at myself in the mirror. I'm gonna look at some of the decisions and calls I made, you know, in the first eight games. And that's part of what this week is about. Um, and, and it's about getting better. And, and the only way we get better, especially with some young players on offense that are playing who are getting valuable reps is to continue to work and, and they have to work with Carson. So, um, you know, that's what we're going to do, and, and that's, our, that's our focus moving forward. Go ahead, Les, and then Jeff. Hi, Doug. So turnovers aside, the offense in the second and third quarters just looked so painful, and, and yards were so hard to come by, even running or passing. Uh, what was that about? What did you see when you were watching the tape that made that such a struggle? Did Dallas's defense improve? They, I know they got rid of some people and had new people in. Uh, John Lee played for the first time, but what did you see rewatching that? Why was the, the offense such a struggle for half the game? Um, you know, yeah, they, they, uh, you know, they, they made a couple of adjustments in the second half. Um, and, and quite honestly, taking a look at the tape today, um, there were just a couple of execution errors. We didn't, we didn't surface a couple blocks up front. Uh, you know, we missed a couple of reads, you know, from the quarterback position, uh, we dropped some passes on some key third downs in the game, uh, and, and so it was. It was just compounded errors, you know, on on the offense's part that that kept us uh, from from staying on the field. Um, credit the defense. This is why it's it's a team team sport. I credit the defense for how well they played, and and 
I know we're bashing the offense here, but we need to give the defense some credit. They they played they played their tails off yesterday and kept us in this football game and and uh, you know scored on defense as well. So uh, it's a team sport. Uh, we're in it together, and uh, we're going to get better together. Doug, you said uh, generally speaking that uh, Jalen Hurts needs to be ready. Obviously, if Carson were to get hurt, but is is he ready at the stage of his career as a rookie to you know would he be able to start if, if need be? I mean, is he caught up? Is he how would you assess his uh of where he stands right now? Yeah, Jalen's doing a nice job. You know, he he's prepared during the week. Um, you know, and and uh, he understands he understands the game plan. I I, I think that. You know, you you can't go in and say, "Hey, you know, learn the offense like Carson knows it right now." But I think you can do some things with him that uh, allow him to be successful if if we had to. But uh, he, he's in a, he's in a good position. He studies hard during the week uh, with uh, with Nate, and um, you know he he's prepared if uh, called upon. Jamie, and then Mike. Doug, it, it sounds like a twenty twenty thing to say, but um, you know, here you guys won to stay in first place in the division. You beat the Cowboys. And yet it really, a lot of people are treating this like a loss. Um, now that you looked at the tape, do you see why Eagles fans feel that way? And, um, you know, how do you, how do you package last night's game big picture? You know, why, why is it that it's a first place win and yet it feels kind of somber? Because you and the fans don't get a chance to go back and watch the tape today like we did. And, and um, to see the plays that are, that are, that are left on the field where, we listen. We understand. We got. We have to get better. We know that. I mean, that's that's myself included. We all have to. We all have to. You know, we're all towing the line the same direction, and and we have to get better there. But you look at the tape today, and and there's there's some things we you know, and, and I tell the guys all the time. There's we're not going to use the excuse anymore that these players are young, right? I mean, you know, Jalen Rager just came back for the first time. Was it perfect? No, but he, th- th- there's room to grow. You know, and and um, you know Travis Fulgham has been a bright spot on the perimeter, and you know Hightower has been a been a bright spot on the on the perimeter, and and these are guys that are 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 getting better each week, and you know you go back to seventeen uh, in that championship run, and, and if you can remember back a couple years ago, there was consistency and there was stability around around our offense right we had the same three receivers we had the same three tight ends we had the same running backs the offensive line was intact and so we had continuity and things were flowing and and with so many moving parts offensively right now with the amount of injuries so many guys are shuffling in and out of the lineup there it's hard to get continuity and timing and rhythm and flow and it makes it look really bad on the outside when when you know Quite honestly, from and I, you know, you, you probably don't believe it, but it's encouraging from our side that yeah, one, we won the game, right? We're we're a game and a half up in the NFC East. Uh, we got a chance to get healthy here at the bye. We got a chance to you know next week against the Giants get some get some hopefully get some more starters back and 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 see what happens, you know, and and correct some of the things that that are going on and and. Um, it's about how how we you know the season the season it's a marathon it's long right it's it's not a sprint you don't sprint to the finish and and um are we where are we where we want to be yeah yeah we're first place in the NFC East but at 3-4 and 1 you know it could easily be the other way right it could be 4-3 and 1 or 
you know, five and three or whatever it could be. But um, there, there's a lot of positive that we see as coaches on the inside that, uh, you know, give us um, the encouragement and, and, you know, the opportunity to get, to get better as a, as a team. Mike K and then Mike Sielski. Doug, the last three years, you guys have made a trade at the deadline. Obviously, there's a day and a half left before the deadline gets here. What are the conversations like with Howie as you guys enter a bye week with COVID-19 happening and, and not getting that guy in maybe for another week if you do make a deal? What, what's the conversation like over the next, like, 36 hours? Well, I mean, you know, listen, you know, you're always going to take a look and see if if there's an opportunity, you know, to to help your football team. But But honestly, just like you said, with – with the way COVID is and, and getting that player in here and, you know, they, they're not going to be caught up to speed right away. And it's going to take a week or so before you can really get them into the building. And there, there's all kinds of things that, that we talk about, but, you know, um, obviously we take a look at it and, and see, see if there's a, an opportunity there. Uh, but, but again, it just kind of goes back to, to what I've been saying. This is a great opportunity for us as a team to get better this week, to get healthy this week and to really focus on us. we got time for two more, so Mike and then Ed Benkin. Hey, Doug. Um, with respect to Carson and the offense and the turnovers, how how much do you build the risk of turnovers into your play calling and your overall philosophy of what you want your quarterback to do and what you want your offense to be? So when it, when it comes to the, the turnovers, for instance, say an, an interception – I, my philosophy, and I, and I learned this a long time ago as a player, uh, really goes all the way back to my days in Green Bay with, with Coach Holmgren. Even, even I would even take it back as far as Miami with Coach Shula down there and watching him and being around Dan Marino and those guys. But one of the, I think, the greatest lessons you can you can learn or provide your team or a player is to put the ball right back in their hands. If, if it's Carson that makes the interception or throws the interception, put the ball right back in his hands to make a completion on the next series. If it's a fumble, give it back to that running back and, and give him a chance to, you know, uh, redeem himself because that's that's all that's all mental. That's that's a thing that they can they can learn from. And so for me, that's that's what that's about. I I, I just trust the players enough to to put the ball right back in their hands to make plays and. And, uh, you know, we can coach the mistake on the sideline and we can talk about it on the sideline and, and, and all of that. But, but for me, it's about putting the ball right back into their hands to make the play the next series. Go ahead, Ed. Hi, Doug. Um, you were talking a little bit about a bit of an unusual bye week this week. Carson even said last night with everything going on, it's a good time for a break. Is the emotional part of it, the mental part of it more needed now? Even though you're still testing just because of all the other outside stuff with COVID and everything you and the players have had to deal with all year? It's a good time. You know, uh, I love having the bye week, you know, eight week eight, nine or 10 of your season. I think it's important that that's a good, it's a good time because then you, you know, you, you kind of focus and get healthy for the, for the second half of your season. Um, and, and, you know, right now too, I think with, with COVID and the fact that we have to test every day, uh, it, it keeps our team here. It keeps our team grounded right here in, in our city. And that's why it gives us a chance to really uh, work, you know, Wednesday and bring the guys back in and, and, and get some stuff done and, and look at some tape and self-scout and show them, you know, with, with, with calmer eyes. We're not game planning this week, um, but yet we can go back and watch us and, and uh, see where we need to improve and, and also show them, show them the good that, that came out of the first um, – uh, first eight weeks because 
you know, I, I, I think it's important that we do that. Um, and obviously, if there is a positive with, with the COVID is the fact that we get to stick together as a team. B-G-N.